Blog Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real. Welcome to G's Power Hour live every weekday at 11.30 a.m. on Never Had It So Good Entertainment Network. Your host, G, will bring you informative and entertaining guests and a variety of topics in a way that you can absorb and enjoy. Listen in weekdays and call in at 516-387-1944. We love interaction. All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Well, good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. We're going to talk a little bit about something that's coming up tomorrow in our state capital of Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, Just got information about it uh, this morning, so kind of winging it today. But if you have information or questions about it, the number is 516-387-387. One nine four four, but here to give me a little insight because she got the information uh, kind of before I did. My friend Stephanie Dukes, good morning. How are you, ma'am? Good morning, Lady D, and good morning to your listening audience. We're doing so, good over here in Lake County today. Yes, it's a beautiful day out, isn't it? Yes, it is. But we got to get a little serious because we got some things we got to talk about. So tomorrow. In the nation, mm-hmm. not the nation's capital, although we probably need to have a rally there. But in the state capital, Tallahassee, uh, in Florida, uh, we have there is a rally that has been uh, pulled together called the Stop the Black Attack Rally. It's at twelve thirty tomorrow in Tallahassee. Um, you sent me a, a bit of information about it. Uh, what do you know? Well, what I know about it is that right now it hasn't come up on the floor because, as we know, the legislative process requires that the bills, once they're approved uh, by the leadership, the House leadership and the Senate leadership, they then are goes to committee. And there, the committee, the urgency of scheduling the rally is to have people come to Tallahassee so that you can participate in the committee hearings to stop these type of bills in committee so that they do not reach the floor for a vote. So that is the purpose of this rally is to bring about awareness, participation, and as the flyer that I sent you says, it says stop the attack. We must stop it and stop it in committee, not allow it to see the light of day, which is what it, what we call it when it hits the floor okay, or it comes so to the floor for a vote. We may have some other people to call in about this because – um, and also, too, by the way, not everybody is on board with the rally, so we're going to talk a little bit about that, too. Um, so anyway, what are your thoughts? Is, is Do you think the rally is necessary? Do you think the rally will produce any type of tangible results? 
Yes, the rally is necessary, and the tangible results that we are looking for with these type of things is for the community to voice your opinion. It is, again, another way to voice your opinion. How do the community feel? You know, as leaders, uh, we can once talk about how we feel, but leaders in positions of leadership to make sound decisions for the community in which they have pledged to serve, we need to hear from them. We need to know what is what is your say. You know, I just heard you say that there's some people not on board. What does the majority, we live in a society that we go with what the majority wants. What are we saying? And this is what the purpose of these rallies uh, is for, for those to come out and voice your opinion, to let us see you. You know, we can, we see you at the ballot box, but we need to see you at the rallies because these are the type of rallies that determine what actually happens at the ballot box. Okay. Okay. So I know I uh, I reached out to a few people. I don't know if anybody else is on yet, uh, Princess. I'm gonna have to rely on you to let me kind of let me know. But um, we, the reason we're talking about it day to day, even though it is tomorrow after the show, we wanted to let people know about it because some people are interested and maybe want an opportunity to kind of uh, see what the rally is about. Maybe they want to participate. Um, you know, maybe they have some concerns or questions, and so we wanted to to at least make it known that this uh, was going on. Um, you know, a lot of times we find out stuff after the fact, and I really try to make an effort to just be a little bit more proactive as possible and, and mm-hmm. let people know, you know, what's, uh, what's available to them and give them a chance to participate if they want to or to, um, you know, have their say against it. Uh, Bruce Antone, is he on yet? Kevin Anderson, I had asked both of them if they wanted to to come on to talk about it. Um, I know, you know, a lot of this, I guess, it was probably, I, I, I guess, the tipping point was the, the whole thing about the AP studies. And if you've been like mm-hmm. under a rock or whatever, uh, <laughs> you've been, unless you, you've been under a rock, you know that there's this controversy right now about having um, African-American studies um, as an AP course for um, high schoolers in the state of Florida. Um, the course is is not um, banned in several other areas, and there were a lot of people involved in putting the course together and making sure that it was a well-developed course, that it touched on a variety of issues. Um, this is that um, our governor uh, seems to be against it, um, and phrases I've heard that have bothered me because this has just been kind of bothering me anyway. For phrases I've heard is like, um, we need to stop disseminating false information. And <laughs> my thing is, we need to start disseminating the truth. We need to start disseminating correct information. Um, the the history books in our schools are a little skewed in terms of the black contribution to history in this country. And it's not all pretty. So we, you know, but we get the glorified version 
of all of the people who fought valiantly for our country. And we appreciate those people who did, but we have people who were dragged to this country and put their blood, sweat, and tears and flesh into this soil to make the country as great as everybody says it is today. And we have to acknowledge the negative as well as the positive. We have to be realistic. We've got to stop sugarcoating everything. We've got to stop looking at things through rose-colored glasses. And, you know, the thing is, if the schools had a balanced approach to black history, then it wouldn't be necessary to have a particular special AP course on that. And that's my opinion. You are a former educator. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are exactly that. My The first thing my mind went back to was when I was in high school. There was uh, our social studies teacher fought the school district very, very hard to allow him to teach African-American studies in high school, just, just to all high school students. And... That was a battle for him. Uh, his name it was uh, Mr. Kendricks, and Mr. Kendricks went to the University of South Florida, also where Gretchen and I ended up going, and going and receiving degrees from, may I say. <laughs> so um, Mr. Kendricks was exposed to, at the University of South Florida, a higher level of African-American studies and brought that information back to his high school students. Mm -hmm. But he had to fight for that course, yes. And I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but, I mean, I need to because I have somebody that only has a few minutes, and I want to bring her on, Jasmine Burney of Equal Ground. Good morning, Jasmine. Mm -hmm. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm well, and Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Tell me about uh, what you know about the rally, and you also have something about a petition for those that can't participate in the rally. Yes. So um, Equal Ground has been working with um, legislators, particularly Florida black legislators, um, on tomorrow's rally. It is the Stop the Black Attack rally. Um, It's actually a continuation of actions. Um, and press rallies that we did in 2022 um, under this uh, governor's administration over past bills that he has signed into law. Um, and given right. the fact that this is just another added issue to the list of attacks that have been um, on black folks, we are drawing attention to it again. Um, and so tomorrow's rally will come attorney Ben Crump, Cedric Ingram, who is the secretary treasurer of the American Federation of Teachers, David Johns, who is with the National Black Justice Coalition. We will have the National Action Network representative there. We will have the first black woman leader of the House, or uh, minority leader of the House, Fitzgerald Driscoll, speaking tomorrow at this rally. Um, We're really calling on national attention to this issue. Um, Our governor, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, has made it difficult for in-state college professors, teachers, school board members to speak up or if they do, they are under the threat of losing their job or their elected position. So we're calling in the Calvary to come in to help draw attention to not only this educational issue, but the issue around what's happening with trans youth, issues around abortion, issues around this governor's support for the NRA, um, immigrants 
in his actions of flying folks across this nation so inhumanely. Um, it is a number of attacks on our community, but particularly the black community. And so this will be first of many ways that people can get engaged. It's going to happen inside of the Capitol at 1230 p.m. tomorrow. But if you can't get to Tallahassee tomorrow um, and you still want to participate and learn what opportunities are after this, people can text the word equal ground. That's all one word, equal, E-Q-U-A-L, ground, G-R-O-U-N-D, to 52886, equal ground to 52886. There is a one-click sign-on letter that is going to be sent to you. All you have to do is enter your name and your address, and an email goes directly to the governor's office and the commissioner of education, asking and urging them to accept AP African American Studies back program that is being offered. It is um, quite difficult to accept and believe that teaching black history in this state lacks substance, as quoted by our governor. And so we are asking them to reconsider this. Um, and if they aren't, we are planning to take further action, and that additional action will be announced tomorrow at the rally. Um, but these are mm -hmm. the first two ways that people can get engaged. Okay. So this is my issue, and I know we've we got um, somebody else that's supposed to be trying to come on. But my issue is, okay, we are constantly trying to generate awareness. We, you know, we're generating awareness. This, this needs to actually be a call to action. So for you, after this rally or because of this rally, as a result of this rally, what kind of action needs to happen immediately? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so, um, you know, the action should have happened before tomorrow. We just got out of a, pres a, a, a gubernatorial election this year uh, in 2022, and turnout was dismal. Mm -hmm. It was dismal for early voting, mm -hmm. election day, and vote by mail. So the action actually has already passed. The opportunity mm -hmm. to do what was needed has already passed. But we are, if you look at it that way, in luck. We have a governor who has higher political ambitions, and he is an attempt to run for president of the United States, and Florida is the last line of defense against someone who has placed such egregious policies like he has in um, law into the state of Florida. So we can either draw attention to these atrocities and warn the rest of the nation about what's happening because it's only coming to your state, or we can sit back and say, well, these people didn't turn out. They elected him, um, reelected him in this past election, and we're just going to wait and see what happens. No, we still need to be drawing attention. Folks need to get educated. There are a total of three months left for legislative session to occur. One month of committee weeks is in the month of February, and then two months, April and March, a legislative session. Get on buses. Get on trains. Take your friends. Take your family to Tallahassee. Get in committee meetings. Get your name on the record. Share your personal story. Get to know your legislators. Let them know you are for and or against the particular bills because education isn't just the only issue we're fighting up against. We've got voting rights. We have abortion. We have education. We have health care. There are so many issues. Find your issue. Champion your issue and prepare to educate and bring other people along in the process. It does not end in November of last year. We actually have a 2024 election that is in front of us. And it will start as soon as this legislative session is over. 
And that's why I wanted to make sure that we got people on here to talk about this today, whether you agree with it or not. You know, I mean, I keep hearing about we need to stop the woke culture. We need to stop the sleepwalking culture, okay? That's what Mm. we need to stop. We need to stop both from just sleepwalking through life and thinking that everything is fine because the fight was already fought during the civil rights movement of the 60s and stuff like that. We are still fighting in 2023 somewhat of the same fight. And like I was talking to um, civil rights attorney Kevin Anderson um, earlier today, you know, racism, our young people don't necessarily recognize racism because we still tend to define it by uh, the the lynching and the whipping and beating and everything. But racism has evolved and changed. And what we used to talk about, institutional racism, that is thriving right now. And that's where you find it. And if you don't look closely enough and if you don't recognize it, it will it will come to bite you. <laughs> it will. And that's what we have to look at. We have to be able to recognize what racism is now, you know. So, um, uh, Jasmine, do you have a, a number or – and I know you put the, the thing out for the, the link for the website, and I'm going to pass along what you sent to me. But do you have a number in terms of if anybody has any questions or wants to know more about your organization, Equal Ground? Mm-hmm. Yes, certainly. People can call and or text our, our office at 407-676-5295. Again, 407. You can also visit our website at equal-ground.com. And you can email us at info at equal-ground.com. And you can find us on all social media platforms. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter. We're, we're all over the place. And all we're doing is constantly sharing information about not only uh, voting rights, which is what our primary, primary focus is, but issues that impact and take away black political power and black power at all in this state. Uh, we are going to increase our capacity this year to expand beyond voting rights to so many more issues. And we can't do it alone. Um, and we're looking for folks to engage with us, um, and we are, tomorrow isn't it, uh, we are asking folks to prepare for what we plan to share with people tomorrow, but we need folks to get into the fight consistently um, over the, the course of at least this next two quarters of the year. We, we've got to rev things up in a way that folks see us not only online, but in person and see our humanity as, as a real mm-hmm. issue. Um, that that they have to face when they're making these sorts of decisions. Jasmine Bernie, Equal Ground, thank you so much for taking the time out. I know it was a last-minute request, but appreciate you jumping in, and, you know, you're always welcome back to the show. Just uh, let me know, okay? We appreciate it. Have a great day, everyone. You too. Thank and you, you stay safe because there's going to be people out there that, you know, Unfortunately, you know, just aren't Christian. <laughs> I'll just You're put it correct. like that. Yeah, you so. are correct. So, yes, please keep us in your prayers as well. Take care. Be well. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Steph- okay. Stephanie, you suffered um, a little bit of that, too, in terms of people not coming out to vote, you know. And mm-hmm. I know that there were efforts like we've had. In fact, we had May Hazleton on from um, All About the Ballots 
uh, recently, she and Cassandra Brown working to try to get people to, to vote and to get people involved in getting people to vote only just to have, and, and were willing to pay, got funds to pay, and still had an issue trying to get people to help get those votes. And then, I mean, I, I know that there were other things that were working against you, but um, this was part of it, just not having, you know, some of the core people to come out and, and take the time to vote. And there's all there's almost no excuse now. There really isn't. You don't have to go on the day of election and stand in line. Um, you don't have to necessarily go to uh, early voting place and stand in line, but you can do that. And that's a couple of weeks um, prior to voting day. You can send in a mail-in ballot. It is not, no matter how much they tried to rule against it, it is not illegal. I've been exactly. voting by mail for years because I usually work the elections, and I was working mm-hmm. the elections with you in a different capacity, but mm-hmm. I was still able to vote, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, just the fight isn't over just because um, it's written into some law that has to keep getting revised, unfortunately. You know, you still and you have know, to go out there. That- and ex- go ahead, please. That is what the educational component that we have to get out there, to understand the different methods that we have at our disposal to use them and use them effectively. Because a lot, unfortunately, a lot of people are still stuck in the yesterday, like you say, sleepwalking culture, to thinking that the only way to vote is to show up on election day or to show up at a, at a polling place, and that the absentee ballot is for those who, for some reason, you are going to be absent on election day. And that's not what it's about. It's, and that's why we have to people go stop calling an absentee ballot and a mm-hmm. mail-in ballot. Yeah. So that me, they i got to interrupt under- you again. Next, I'm sorry. But no, this is what we do. Have, yes, this is what we do. Thank you. That's why Stephanie's my. <laughs> that's that's why she's my right arm. Um, it's Bruce Antone, State Representative Bruce Antone. I know you have some concerns. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing? All right. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Doing well. Good. Good. So. You know, you and I have known each other just about as long as me and Stephanie have known each other. So, um, you know, uh, I know you have things on your mind. So please give me your opinion. Give us your opinion. Um, uh, tell me what you want me to talk about, and then let me give it a shot. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're, we're talking about the rally tomorrow that's planned for 1230 um, in Tallahassee. And so... Um, I know you have some concerns, um, so can you talk about those first, and then I want to ask you some other questions, too. All right, so let's just take a quick step back. Uh, last week, the governor did a press conference, announced that he was not going to allow uh, an advanced placement black history class, a course, to be taught in Florida's public schools because it, uh, you know, it was dealing with indoctrination or wokeism or whatever that stuff is. Um, 
So eventually came out and basically said he has some specific concerns about the AP course uh, that dealt with intersectionality. Uh, the AP course had some references to reading material as part of the curriculum that talked about the history of queer people in black communities. Uh, he has some concerns about some of the sections of the curriculum that dealt with reparations, and he had some other concerns about uh, sections of the curriculum that dealt with uh, the Black Lives Movement. He felt the information was inaccurate and all of that stuff. Uh, <clears throat> I know some of us, and when I say some of us, a uh, few of the black legislators, we are trying to get a meeting uh, with the Department of Education so we can have a robust discussion about you know, uh, the governor's concerns, you know, what specifically are the concerns, and then how can we fix this problem? Can those sections be deleted from the curriculum? Can the curriculum be revised by the college board or what have you? But, you know, we want the advanced placement course taught in schools, uh, but in order to get it in schools, you know, we're really going to have to address his concerns. Now, I think what the governor did in terms of doing this press conference was not a good move, but I understand politically what he was doing. That don't make mean it's right, but politically I understand what he was doing. And uh, again, we just got to address the issue. But black history is taught in our public schools. Uh, this is, a, is an advanced placement course developed by the college board. Uh, and we just got to see if we can't get this worked out. Now, with that said, okay. Uh, uh, go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, no. Well, okay. This is my concern, Bruce. Is that uh -huh. yes, it's being taught. It's it's being taught in the public schools. Yes, but uh -huh. my concern is if they stop it at this level, I think they'll find it easier once they stop it to stop it the rest of the way down. And one of the things that bothered me about what the governor said was talking about, and other people who were critics of this, is about teaching an accurate portrayal of black history. And also one of the things he said, it was, taught, you know, let's teach about the significant black people in, in history. Who's to determine? Is he to determine what black person is significant in our history? I mean, we teach the same about the same people over and over and over again. And, you know, just to say that we're teaching something about black history and we really don't get any depth or insight, you know, into that. So we need to go beyond George Washington Car Carver, Harriet Tubman, Mary McLeod Bethune, um, and, and Frederick Douglass. I mean, you know, those are the four headliners that I remember from school. You know, so who gets to determine? Does he get to determine, he alone get to determine who is a significant part of black history in our schools? Well, there is supposedly a black history commission, a task force that's supposed to review stuff like this. But what we haven't determined at this point is who in the Florida Department of Education made the decision that this particular AP course was not uh, accurate, that it should be, not be taught in our public schools. And so 
again, some of the black legislators we're trying to work on getting a meeting so that we can get to the bottom of this. Who is the review board? Who made that decision? And then again, what is it that it's going to take uh, to correct whatever concerns or to address whatever concerns he has? Now, last year when the critical race theory bill passed, I think it was House Bill 7, the anti-woke bill, there was a lot of discussion about uh, they should talk about in black history black people that have overcome significant odds to be successful. And so, again, who is that? What does that really mean? We don't know. Uh, but we're going to try to get to the bottom of this and, and figure out where we're going. And, and, you know, I think from a black legislator's perspective, we've got to try to help draw a line in the sand. We've got to kind of help them establish what's real, what's not. And then again, who is reviewing this stuff and who's making decisions on black history? Um, you know, European history is taught in our schools, Asian history, German history, um, uh, some other cultures, some other ethnicities. <laughs> and so we just got to get our stuff squared away uh, with regards to this advanced placement black history class. And I hope I answered your question. Yeah, and you know, and, but my, my concern is, Bruce, that don't you think if he has a platform that he can be vocal about and he's one man, why isn't there, why, why shouldn't we be vocal about it? Why shouldn't, I mean, it shouldn't just be one-sided, right? Well, right. We should be very, we should be vocal about it. Um, and, I, and I'm trying to think how to put this. And again, I understand, I think, what he's doing. He's running for president, right? And so well, I can't this help was that. a way I'm not for him. To fund his campaign with with a uh, you know a, a black issue, you know. And, and and the thing about it is, is that yeah, he's running. So why is it that uh, African American AP Studies class is what he's using as part of his platform? That is very disturbing. Because that means that um, the, you know the the line that's being drawn between him and and his supporters and his campaign and other people has to do with race. And I would agree and say I am very concerned about the racial tone, the racial theme of what's happening with this advanced placement class. Because I mean. <laughs> I'm going to stay away from that. But we should be very concerned that he is using this advanced placement class as a platform to, I guess, gain some additional attention, notoriety, support, or what have you. I mean, you all talked a minute ago about uh, folks sleepwalking. And kind of in the state of Florida, there's, you know, we've been sleepwalking for quite a mm -hmm. while. And, yeah, and we, we have. have to hold everybody accountable, black politicians, white politicians, Hispanic politicians, Democrats, and Republicans. And we've got to speak up. So let me just dive in on this rally tomorrow. Okay. Protests is, is what we do in the United States, right? The United States came about because of protests. My concern about this rally is that I found out about it after the fact. 
Uh, we have had similar rallies in the past, and sometimes those rallies turn out to be counterproductive. Uh, hold on one second. Sure. So, be a perfect example. Um, way back around 2013, 2014, right after Trayvon Martin's uh, murder, I was carrying a piece of legislation to make some changes to the stand your ground law. Uh, Senator Chris Smith was carrying that same bill in the Senate. And then some national civil rights uh, activists came into Florida. They did a huge rally at the Capitol. And then the leadership came back to me and said, hey, man, we're not going to hear your legislation. We're not going to make any changes this year because those guys embarrassed us, and we're not going to let them embarrass us. And, and I think that's the, the potential for this rally. It, it causes some problems for the black legislators to try to get to the bottom of, of the problem we're trying to fix, which is to get this course taught in school. And so I think the black legislators need to be given a chance to, to get at it. And then we can always do the protest, you know. But for me I, I specifically, I, I don't think no, anybody's preventing uh-huh. anybody from doing anything, though, Bruce. I think this is just another component, and this is a way for the public to to uh, make their concerns known without, you know, sitting back and waiting to see what's going to be done in the nation's capital. Oh, oh I agree. Now, again, I'm not trying to say they shouldn't. I'm just telling you kind of the reality of, of what happens with these protests. I mean, and mm-hmm. again, in a normal world, the protest mm-hmm. would be a good thing. We're not dealing in a normal world anymore. We're not dealing with, you know, conventional things anymore. This is a different time. The politics is much different now. And so mm-hmm. sometimes stuff has to be nuanced. You have to kind of thread a needle to get to where you need to be. Again, mm-hmm. if they want to come do their protest, so be it. Um you know, I know there will be some of us that are not going to participate in it because, you know, again, it, it's not a protest that the Black Legislative Caucus organized. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I tell you, and I, God, I don't know how to say this, but sometimes, man, you get up to the mic and you're standing behind the people who've organized these things, and they will say some stuff that just <laughs> turns out the lights, right? Mm-hmm. And it causes some unintended consequences, and so, uh, and okay. I'm I'm really trying to be careful how I say this. But I know, I, no, but I, mean, I, know, I, know what I don't saying. know if this is necessarily helpful at this time for us. And and let me mm-hmm. just really try to uh, summarize it. This okay. issue is really really important, but it's not the issue that I'm gonna fall on the sword for because this. You know, so many much bigger issues like this $112 billion budget that we've got to get our share of to to fund programs in the same communities, the black communities. So I hope that makes sense. Uh, Mm -hmm. And please forgive me for kind of talking around in a circle, but I have to be real careful what I say. You got a job to save, so I understand Mm -hmm. that. So, But what I want you to do, because I know you got to go, is when you get Uh a chance to come back, I want you uh, to talk about how we get help. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can Hello? hear you. Uh-huh. Okay. I want you yeah. to talk about how we get our share of that budget. 
when you come back on this show, okay? Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, and let me that's just what say I real talk quick about. is, yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Go ahead. Uh-oh. Okay, and so how we get our share of it is is there are 25 black legislators, and for the most part, they got to be rowing in the same direction. We have to have some priorities when it comes to education funding, health care funding, criminal justice funding, uh, infrastructure funding, and stuff like that. But, I mean, in, in the case of this budget, the black legislators have to be making some really serious requests, and they have to work the legislative process to get things mm-hmm. done. And we can get money. But, again, everybody has to understand the process, and they got to roll their sleeves up, do their homework, get in there and form those relationships with our Republican colleagues and Governor DeSantis, and we can get it done. And we've done it in the past, and so we can do it again, you know. Um, we've got a new crew of uh, black legislators. They don't know the process right now. We're trying to train them, get them up to speed, but we'll do that. And so, yeah, I'll mm-hmm. come back um, another time. I mean, I don't know if it's next sure. week or week after next, but uh, I'll do that. I'll be glad to do that. You know, I'm always glad to uh, to be available uh, to talk on your show when uh, time permits. All right. So I'm going to hold you to that. I've got to get off of here. I'm a few minutes late for my meeting now. But thank you for the time on your show. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoyed the discussion. Thank you, Representative. Appreciate it. Have a blessed day. All talk right. to you soon. You too. All right. Okay. Then. Bye. Thank We're going to take a quick break. Oh, sorry. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to talk more uh, with Stephanie uh, about uh, what's going on tomorrow and, and some other things. So just stay with us, and if you have questions or comments, you all are always welcome to call in. The number is 516-387-1944. G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. We'll be right back. Over the past 60 years, Dove Beauty Bar's superior formula has remained unchanged. But when it comes to beauty, everything changed. Together, we redefined beauty. We said no to stereotypes and yes to every type. We let go of judgments and embraced what makes us unique. We're proud to have been there with you, caring for you every step of the way. Here's to the next 60 years. This is Douglas Dobbs of Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community for 29 years with quality funeral and cremation services. Honoring all religions and faiths, we have been here for many grieving families. Whether it's a complete funeral service with a burial or a simple, dignified cremation, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service is here for you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720, Dobbs dedicated to serving our families. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. We are talking about a rally that is happening tomorrow in the state capital of Tallahassee, Florida. The Stop the Black Attack rally is at 1230 uh, in the nation's capital. And if you have uh, questions, um, I am posting the information. I've got to see if it already went on there. On the G's Power Hour Facebook page, as you know, some of you are conspiracy theorists. Um, you know, when you're trying to disseminate information about something that's relevant, um, you know, you get blocked. 
<laughs> okay, so that just mm-hmm. happens, but we're going to work through it. We're here with Stephanie Dukes, my friend, and uh, we want to thank Jasmine Burney with Equal Ground and State Representative Bruce Antone for joining us earlier in the show, and we're going to continue. And I'm sorry to keep interrupting you, Stephanie, but I had to get these people in because I know they're uh, involved in other stuff. But, I, you know, I want, want to go back to um, something that you were mentioning about when we were in school. Uh, let me yeah let me let me pick up on something uh, Representative Antoine said and then come back to that if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, on my part part of my website, I have a tagline that says pound or hashtag leadership matters. Mm-hmm. And what he was talking about with the budget was just that mm-hmm. leadership matters. When mm-hmm. we do not elect and do not hold the majority, we lose. And that is what he was talking about, how this rally would cause us to lose with not planned particular. We have to strategize everything, the timing of everything, because as he's concerned, one of his concerns was about budgetary needs for their areas for which each representative represents. And this are the past legislative leaders have used the budget to go after representatives who voice their opinion on other issues that they did not approve of. And that happened several times. If you go back and look at several of the legislative, and I'm not 100% sure, but I believe Representative Nixon, uh, Angie Nixon, who was part of the Stop the Black Attack protest on the Florida uh, House floor last legislative session, that the monies that she received for her district, if she received anything that she put in for, was very low. I have to go back and look at it, but there were several, as uh, Representative Antoine mentioned, you know, there are 25 of of the African-American legislatives there, and that they, what you bring back money-wise from the legislative is going to determine whether or not you will go back again. Unfortunately, it is. Uh, Representative Trey, who was part of that sit-in, he ended up not being elected again from his district. So these are the things that when other people say, oh, well, why would he say that? And what is it he's really saying when he says that? Is what he's saying, the repercussions that if we do not plan strategically well, that coming out the gate at the beginning of the legislative session, if it is not handled properly. Uh, I talked about the fact that this rally is an educational process to saying this is what's coming down. We now need you to, as you call, what is our action item? We need you to show up at these committee meetings. We need you to let them know that if they do not provide the funding, as well as um, the passing the bills that we want, that we will show up at the ballot box. 
And that is what we have to learn our action. And one of the things that I was talking about about my high school social studies teacher when he bought in African-American history was to show that the action, the action of fighting for the right to vote does not mean you just vote on election day. It meant you participated in the process throughout and taught as part of, was part of the civics program, Florida Civics, was to take and participate in the legislative process not just who you're going to vote on to for to that process, but to participate in it. And the rally, like they're talking about tomorrow, is the start of that process. Writing your letters to your legislators to let them know you are here, we are here, that they don't go there for a session. They go there for many sessions, and they want to continue to return. And if they do not hear your voice and respond to your voice, then that is when the critical issue of the ballot box, the ballot box is almost like uh, test day. You will either um, pass the test or fail the test on that day, okay? And the studying and the, the quizzes leading up to that test is like tomorrow. You know, you can you can pass this bill and pass that, fail that test, uh, that quiz, but know on your final exam, you may not pass it, but we have to show up in strong enough forces for that to happen. Right, and and that's why um, I wanted to make sure that tomorrow's rally, whether you attend or not, um, that it, it was made more public that it was because we hear stuff sometime after the fact or mm-hmm. it's posted in our community newspaper. It doesn't make mainstream media and goodness gracious, this is not mainstream media here. <laughs> okay. But you know, I believe that this is a gift from God for me to use to share information. And that's what exactly. I'm doing with it. Um, Here's the and so and do all go ahead. the things that Representative Antoine talked about was he brought out ask the questions. You don't just show up. You ask the question, who are these committees? How did they decide mm-hmm. it? What did they decide? Read what it is that they're talking about. Let's analyze. We have enough time to analyze what is actually talking about here. Um, most people don't even know. They just thought that it was talking about, oh, they don't want to teach African-American history in high school. No, this is an mm-hmm. AP program, which takes it right. to the next level and not and doesn't even know that, yes, we did. Like I was talking about Mr. Kendricks, who fought to have the course, and they allowed him to teach one course, and this is back in 1977, 77, 78. Mm. Uh, they did, so he had to fight to get that one course. And now we have it as a standard course in our classes. But what will happen is exactly what you said, Lady G, is that the attack starts with the AP program. If they're successful for that, if there's mm-hmm. a trickle-down effect that will happen. Mm-hmm. So we have to think about the long game as well as what are we truly fighting for here. 
Uh, a lot mm-hmm. of people thought, oh, that's just the only course. They didn't realize that the the German, there's German history AP, there's Japanese history AP, that mm-hmm. these other classes, that this is the only one, the only one that has been revised, that has been criticized, and the governor mm-hmm. wrote, wrote to the college board and said, we will not accept this class, accept this class. Uh, but the others were accepted. And mm-hmm. when you, you brought up a very good point and said, well, why is he making it a, a sticking point for African Americans? Because, again, you have to realize the culture war that mm-hmm. he, he, he better not touch the Jews, He uh, mm-hmm. history, okay, mm-hmm. because they will come at him with a vengeance because they are organized. They, mm-hmm. they, you will not touch their history, and we all have to be like that. That mm-hmm. this is, this is what happened. This is real, and there was an effect of it. Okay, and mm-hmm. they are very, they are very good keepers of their mm-hmm. history, and mm-hmm. those are the things that the other cultures have learned and adapted to protect your history. Because mm-hmm. your history is who you are, and they tell us, if you don't know your history, history will repeat itself. Repeat itself. Mm-hmm. It will repeat, and you do not want the negativity mm-hmm. of history to repeat itself. You want your history to continue to do like, like you said, like Representative Antoine was saying. You want to talk about those mm-hmm. who have overcome and what they mm-hmm. overcome, and that goes mm-hmm. to our past as well as our present history to talk about those who have achieved. Uh, mm-hmm. So those are the things that are important, that we must know that this is the initial call to action. We're going to take a final quick break, and then we're going to come back. Um, I'm here with my friend Stephanie Dukes. We are letting you know about a rally um, stop the Black Attack that is being held tomorrow in the state capital of Tallahassee, Florida. This is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment, and we will be right back. Does it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you. With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it, by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson and Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. Uh, We also, again, want to thank uh, Jasmine Burney of Equal Ground and State Representative Bruce Antone for being with us earlier. And I have my friend Stephanie Dukes here um, the number, if you have comments or questions, is 516-387-1944. We are talking about tomorrow's rally, Stop the Black Attack. And 
I, I just I got I got so this has been annoying me. So I'm uh, I'm glad that we were able to talk about the rally because the whole thing with the AP course was bothering me a lot. So um you know this guy, this is a way to kind of get to address that a little bit. But number one, Governor DeSantis, please stop using issues like this that are are important to make your campaign platform okay it's not right it's unfair and you know it does not look good for you no matter what you think because this will come back back this will come back to bite you i guarantee because god does not like ugly (laughs) so that's one thing i gotta say number two to your point and we it really is unfortunate that african-americans or black americans and I'm going to say black Americans, uh, black people of the United States have to start to come together and celebrate their uniqueness and the things that bind our culture together and not, and, and not necessarily focus a lot. I'm not saying don't focus, but don't focus on those things that make us different to the point where they separate us from coming together on mm-hmm. a cause that is near and dear to all of us. We know yes. we have a variety of black cultures here in the United States, especially in Florida, but we can't mm-hmm. <laughs> afford to to you know have that have those things that make us different cause us to look side-eyed at each other that cause us not to speak to each other. Or, you know, we've mm-hmm. got to put aside those things that make us different and help us come together um, as a people to, to, because we're the only ones that if you don't have an interest in things that are affecting you personally, if we don't have an interest and we don't take action, because like I said, we can do awareness throughout the yin yang starting next week. We have, African-American History Awareness Month or whatever. The following month, we have Women's History Awareness Month. Okay, it's nice to be aware. But then what do you do with that awareness? I want to hear what I would like to hear on tomorrow's show. I would like to hear some action plans. What action do you think should be taken after the rally? You know, Mm -hmm. and what are you going to do? Okay, because it's not just the legislators, it's not just the teachers, it's not just the public officials, it's not just the clergy, it's all of us. So what are you going to do? How are you going to get involved? You know, what are you going to do to affect positive change as a result of where we are now? Because the fact of the matter is we shouldn't be back in this, you know, situation trying to fight for the significance of black folks in this country. And the other thing is stop begging to be significant in this country. If you had (laughs) an ancestor that cooked in somebody else's kitchen, that worked in somebody else's field, that helped to, to raise someone else's child other than your own, and they have become significant in this country, then you're significant. They're significant because of you. And so we've got to stop 
as African-American people begging for our significance in this country, it's earned, okay? And the other thing is the people who enslaved our ancestors, we've got to remember there, there was no perfection in them either because they came across the sea and overtook a land that did not belong to them. So they owe a debt as well. So, and that's just my opinion, but, you know, I'm not saying it's the opinion of this network or anybody else, but that's mm-hmm. my opinion. You have something you want to say, Steph? I agree with you that we should all think about our action plan. What is it that we are going to do after the rally call, because that is what it is, the rally, to stir us up, to energize, to give inspiration to fighting for a cause we truly believe in. And how, how do we plan to do that? We must start before the, the rally and then take off so that there may be momentum build uh, for what we must do. And a lot of that is knowing what the legislative process is, how to be most effective in it. And I, I thank you for, I believe her name was Jasmine from the mm-hmm. ground. Okay. Ground. That, mm-hmm. that allowed, uh, they already have. I was able to go onto the site that she gave us, and they already have the letter in place. Make sure you mm-hmm. read what it is you are asking, what you are sending that will go to the governor's office, that will also go to the commissioner of education, that you agree with that letter. Um, There are a lot of us don't like our emails to be, uh, you know, any more fill up. That is, So there are two boxes where they ask, Mm -hmm. do you want to go on their mailing list? You do have the option of clicking yes or no. So make sure you uh, check or uncheck those boxes. But Mm -hmm. re-participate. And it may be mm-hmm. your action plan can be as simple as to sign on, send the letter, and encourage five other people to do the same. It can be as large as going finding out the exact bill number. Mm-hmm. When will that bill go into committee, which we will more than likely carry all that information for you and mm-hmm. be able to participate in the actual if it clears, if the leadership clears it to hit committee to participate in those committee hearings in Tallahassee. Sometimes they have them where you can participate online as well as Mm -hmm. in person. We will carry that information, I'm quite sure. Um, Mm -hmm. So so it can be as large or as small, but decide to make a difference. Stephanie Dukes, my friend, thank you again for joining us today. And thank you all for listening. One thing I do want to say and, and, and stress strongly, this is not an us against them. Okay. The, everybody has issues. Right now we are seeing Asian Americans being attacked in California. Um, you know, we, have, we are reminded constantly of the struggle of the Jews. This is not an us against them. Okay. We have to help each other in our causes. So this is not an effort to alienate anybody. It's an effort to humanize situations that, you know, destroy people. So 
Again, thank you all for listening. This has been G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Be well, be safe, be blessed, and please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care. Baseline going, hey, open your mouth.
clapping is good, but you got to get the word out. Get the word out. It's the word. It's the word. Yeah, yeah. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.